Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet again, and I will be your reader today. And we have Monday the 4th of March or the 24th of Adar 1 on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha called Vayachel, and that means he assembled. And the scripture reading today from the Torah will be Exodus or Shemot, chapter 35, verse 21 through verse 29. As you probably know by now, we always begin with blessing the Lord and thanking Him for His Word before we start reading the scriptures. I'm sure many of you know the blessing by heart, so please join me and saying the blessing or just an amen at the end if you don't know it yet. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Exodus 35. Everyone whose heart stirred him and everyone whose spirit was willing came and brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tent of meeting and for all its service as well as for the holy garments. So they came, both men and women, everyone whose heart compelled him, and brought nose rings, earrings, signet rings, bracelets, and all kinds of golden jewels, everyone who brought a wave offering of gold to the Lord. Everyone who had blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat hair, ramskins dyed red, or sealskins brought them. Everyone who could make a contribution of silver or bronze brought the Lord's offering. And every man who had acacia wood of any use for service brought it. Also all the women who were wise-hearted spun with their hands and brought what they had woven, the blue, purple, scarlet, and fine linen. All the women whose hearts stirred them up with wisdom spun the goat hair. Also the leaders brought onyx stones and setting stones for the ephod and for the breastplate along with the spice, the oil for the light, and for anointing, and for the sweet incense. Every man and woman whose heart made them willing gave toward all the work that the Lord had commanded to be done by Moshe's hand. 
Så Bnei Israel brought it as a free will offering to the Lord. That was Exodus 35, 21-29. Now we have the prophets, and we will be reading 2 Kings, or Melachim Bet, chapter 16. In the 17th year of Pekach, son of Remalia, Ahaz, son of King Yotam of Yehuda, began to reign. Ahaz was 20 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. But he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord his God, as his father David had done. Instead, he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, and even made his son pass through the fire, like the abominations of the nations whom the Lord had dispossessed before Bnei Israel. He offered sacrifices and burnt incense on the high places, on the hills, and under every leafy tree. Then King Retzin of Aram, and Pekah, son of King Rimalia of Israel, marched against Jerusalem to wage war. They besieged Ahaz, but could not overcome him. At that time, King Retzin of Aram recovered Elat for Aram and drove the Jews out of Elat. Then the Edomites came to Elat and settled there to this day. So Ahaz sent messengers to King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and your son. Come up and deliver me from the hand of the king of Aram and from the hand of the king of Israel, who are rising up against me. Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace and sent them as a present to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria responded to him. The king of Assyria marched up against Damascus and captured it and deported its inhabitants as captives to Kir and put Rezin to death. Then King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria and saw the altar that was at Damascus. So King Ahaz sent to Uriah the Kohen the pattern of the altar and its model needed for its construction. Then Uriah the Kohen built an altar according to all that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus and Uriah the Kohen finished it by the time King Ahaz returned from Damascus. When the king came back from Damascus and saw the altar, the king approached the altar and went up to it. Then he burnt his burnt offering and his grain offering, poured his drink offering, and sprinkled the blood of his fellowship offerings on the altar. As for the bronze altar that was before the Lord, he moved it from the forefront of the house, from between his altar and the house of the Lord, and put it on the north side of his own altar. Then King Ahaz commanded Uriah the Kohen, saying, Upon the great altar you will burn the morning burnt offering and the evening grain offering, the king's burnt offering and his grain offering, with the burnt offering of all the people of the land, and their grain offering and their drink offering. Also sprinkle on it all the blood of the burnt offering 
and all the blood of the sacrifices, but the bronze altar will be for me to inquire by. Thus Uriah the Kohen did everything just as King Ahaz commanded. Then King Ahaz cut off the borders of the stands and removed the labor from them. He also took down the sea from the bronze oxen that were under it and put it on a stone pavement. The covered passageway for Shabbat that they had built in the house, as well as the outer entry for the king, he removed from the house of the Lord because of the king of Assyria. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaz, which he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Yehuda? Then Ahaz slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. Then his son, Hiskiahu, became king in his place. That was Second Kings 16. Now we have the portion from the writings, and today we will read two Psalms, Psalm 128 and 129. Let's start with 128. A Song of Ascents. Happy is everyone in awe of the Lord, who walks in his ways, for you will eat the labor of your hands. You will be blessed, and it will be good for you. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive saplings around your table. Behold, thus will the man be blessed who fears the Lord. May the Lord bless you out of Zion. And may you see Jerusalem in prosperity all the days of your life. And may you live to see your children's children. Shalom be upon Israel. Psalm 129, a song of ascents. How many times they have been hostile to me, even from my youth. Let Israel now say, how greatly they have been hostile to me, even from my youth. Yet they have not prevailed against me. Plowmen plowed on my back. They made their furrows long. The Lord is righteous. He has cut the ropes of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be driven back in disgrace. Let them be like grass on the roofs, which withers before it springs up. With it a reaper cannot fill his hand nor can a binder of sheaves fill his lap. So the passerby may never say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. That was the writings, and it was Psalm 128 and 129. Now we have arrived to our final portion from the apostolic writings. Today we will read John or Yohanan chapter 20. Early in the morning on the first day of the week, while it is still dark, Miriam from Magdala comes to the tomb. She sees that the stone had been rolled away from the tomb. So she comes running to Shimon Kepha and the other disciple, the one Yeshua loved. She tells them, They've taken the master out of the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. Then Kepha and the other disciples set out, going to the tomb. The two were running together. 
but the other disciple outran Kepha and arrived at the tomb first. Leaning in, he sees the linen strips lying there, but he did not go in. Then Shimon Kepha comes following him, and he entered the tomb. He looks upon the linen strips lying there, and the face cloth that had been on his head. It was not laying with the linen strips, but was rolled up in a place by itself. So then the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also entered. He saw and believed. For they did not yet understand from Scripture that Yeshua must rise from the dead. So the disciples went back to their own homes. But Miriam stood outside the tomb weeping. As she was weeping, she bent down to look into the tomb. She sees two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where Yeshua's body had been lying. Woman, why are you crying, they say to her. She says to them, because they took away my master and I don't know where they put him. After she said these things, she turned around, and she sees Yeshua standing there, yet she didn't know that it was Yeshua. Yeshua says to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? Thinking he is the gardener, she says to him, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've put him, and I will take him away. Yeshua says to her, Miriam, Turning around, she says to him in Aramaic, Rabuni, which means teacher. Yeshua says to her, Stop clinging to me, for I have not yet gone up to the Father. Go to my brothers and tell them, I am going up to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Miriam from Magdala comes, announcing to the disciples, I have seen the Lord and what he had said to her. It was evening on that day, the first of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were, for fear of the Judean leaders, Yeshua came and stood in their midst, and he said to them, Shalom Aleichem. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Yeshua said to them again, Shalom Aleichem. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And after he said this, he breathed on them. And he said to them, Receive the Ruach HaKodesh. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. But if you hold back, they are held back. One of the twelve, Thomas, called the twin, was not with them when Yeshua came. The other disciples were saying to him, We've seen the Lord. But he replied to them, Unless I see the nail prints in his hands, and put my finger into the mark of the nails, and put my hand in his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, the disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Yeshua comes, despite the locked doors. He stood in their midst and said, Shalom Aleichem. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Yeshua said to him, 
because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are the ones who have not seen and yet have believed. Yeshua performed many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these things have been written so that you may believe that Yeshua is Mashiach ben Elohim, and that by believing you may have life in his name. That was John or Yohanan chapter 20. Now, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice, this year you would also read the book of Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15 through verse 28. Hebrews 9, verse 15 through 28 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. It's a privilege to read the scriptures for you. I enjoy it very much. And I was touched when I read now about when Yeshua said, Blessed are they who have not seen and yet have believed. And I think that is for all of us. We haven't seen him like they did. And yet we have believed and we are blessed. So be blessed this week. And uh, for now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Mm-hmm.